Hey guys, and welcome to the Passive Fitness Podcast. This is made for people who are ready to make a change in their lives. They are action takers that are ready to pass their fitness and health goals. This podcast is for those that want to learn more about motivation, mindset, nutritional, and exercise training. These episodes are designed to bring you value through straight up information and also interviews with passionate people that are action takers and making amazing changes in their lives and also those around them. Hi Blanca, are you there? I am here. Great, thanks for hopping on. Um, so welcome everyone to today's episode. I am going to be talking with one of my best friends, Blanca Espinoza. So hi, welcome. Hi everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me. No problem. Super excited that we're able to do this. I know it's been a little while since I've done some of the podcasts, so it's like almost to the T, to the day of when I last recorded my last one so thanks so much for for hopping on here I really appreciate that um but yeah so I just wanted to welcome you and tell them a little bit about you um so Blanca and I have been friends for about five years now and um you know we've met through our work a while back and we're both in the HR industry or doing some work in there in that industry and and um, moved on, but we still stayed amazing friends, and Mm -hmm. I'm super glad that I'm able to get you on here and share a little bit more about your story, so yeah, all right, well, um, let's see here, so Blanca, one of the reasons why I wanted to put you on here, ask you to join me on the podcast, um, was I know you have fought with some of your own, you know, weight issues, and um, you know, you've got your own unique story and that I kind of want to help, you know, uh, see if we can bring that out a little bit more. And also, um, because you're a certified life coach and you have a degree in psychology and you've worked with a lot of clients going through these similar struggles with food, body and weight loss too, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So Blanca, tell us a little bit more about, this is like my favorite part. Like tell us a little bit more about who you are and, and what you're passionate about. That way people can get to know you a little bit more. Um, well, where do I start? <laughs> um, cause there's, a, there's a lot to know about me, but I guess I'll just start with, as you said, um, you know, I, I'm a certified life coach. I, I took, um, psychology cause I, I come from a big family. So I always thought my family was crazy and I was trying to figure out why and, Psychology obviously helped me. Um, and so, you know, I'm just I'm just a very loving person. And, you know, I, like you said, we came from the background of HR, which is something that I've always done for the last 15 years. And in that time, I obviously was going to school for psychology and I did therapy for about four and a half years and realized that therapy is pretty difficult and um, you're obviously not going to make a lot of money doing it. You do it because you love it, you know. And so that put me back in the, um, you know, put me back into the HR field, um, which was paying my bills. Um, But at the same time, I've always on the side help people because people are always going through something. And um, I actually now uh, have my own uh, talent management company because 
Um, I also pursued a business degree and I'm running this business because I actually manage a couple of celebrities um, that I have under my belt. And that's kind of what I'm doing now. And that's my passion now. I love I love helping people just in general. Um, but yeah. it's, it's so amazing when you see um, artists kind of um, bring that artistic side they were born with and say, hey, I was a part of that. And that's that's amazing, too. Just like it is when you um, help someone in therapy and you say, wow, I, I helped them, you know, realize that or discover that. So I'm a very fun, loving, goofy person. And I just I, like I said, I, I love helping people. I would say that that's definitely my passion. Oh, I love that. You kind of tied the two questions in. My next question was, what do you do for a living? But we can talk about that a little bit more in depth, too. But um, what do you like to do for fun? What do you like to do for fun on your downtime? Um, you know, obviously, because of the pandemic right now, it's very limited right, to what right. we can do for fun. <laughs> I'm very versatile. I won't really say no to anything. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I do have I have been spending a lot of time on TikTok and um, I actually started my TikTok, I want to say like in May, uh, May yeah. or June, because that's when obviously everybody was just quarantined and there was nothing to do. And I had I, I had had a TikTok before and then I deleted it because I was like, ah, this thing's boring. And then <laughs> then I got I, I downloaded it again because of my son and I started, you know, goofing around there. And it's been only, I think five months and I have about 16,000 followers now. That's a lot. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, And it's been, that's, that's obviously something that I'm doing that's entertaining me for right now, but also still working, um, you know, uh, doing, you know, um, even though Hollywood is a little bit closed right now, um, a lot of the stuff that I deal with because we deal with film um, is out in, in, in Latin America. So um, there, there's, you know, their areas are a little bit more open. Um, And then, now I'm, you know, doing the home studies for my son. So I'm also, you know, having to be a teacher all of a sudden now. So <laughs> right. right. How has that been transitioning? We can talk about that for a second um, from, you know, having kids who are in school and then now starting because he's in his first year, right? Like I think it's it's I think it's I have a kindergarten so he's kindergarten yeah. which is I think a lot harder because they don't know anything right they don't know their ABCs right. they don't know um, you know any of those things that you know that they feel like okay how do how do I read I can't read if he was a third grader he could kind of help himself I could get a little right break. right but because so he's literally of- learning yeah I'm I'm really when I say I'm I'm being teacher like I'm I'm serious <laughs> teacher. Wearing multiple hats and doing yeah. all different kinds of things. And that's yeah. a great thing to bring up because, you know, times are changing and, 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 and that makes it so hard, even for since we're going to get into diet and food, uh, mm-hmm. the world changes around us. We just don't want to do things because it's so difficult, you know, and right. now having to work and be a teacher and be a mom, you know what I mean? It, it leaves no time for me to say, oh, I really want to work out. I really want to do something. Right. That's something we could definitely talk about because I think a lot of us feel that way right now, even though we have, in a sense, you know, quote unquote, time in our hands, we don't. Have the right. Same. Yeah. Well, especially with younger kids, right? It's like you're always around them and always watching them. And, like, maybe there's some way you can involve them, like, on your workout. Exactly. Too, which I know you've done that a lot. That's right? exactly yeah. what I do. I definitely involve him. He's five years old, so he's got all kinds of energy. Yeah. But <laughs> right. involving him is the best thing for not only to get him tired so I can put him to bed early, you know, and get a little me time. Um, yeah. But also to um, obviously tell myself, hey, why I need to be just as active as he is because – if I'm laying around all day or if I'm not doing nothing, we all know like the more you sleep, the more tired you get. And so I need to kind of motivate myself to say, hey, I need to move around and do stuff, you know. 
Right, right. So one of the things that I really, you know, feel like you and I connect on is that we're both very, you know, we're very go-getter. We're very busy. We're always, you know, go, 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 go all the time, right? And so um, I think, you know, for you and I, we can relate to like, okay, how do we make time for ourselves? How do we make time, you know, for our like health and fitness aspect of our lives, right? Now, I know you've got kiddos at home, which probably I would say makes you even more busier than me um but just because we both have that same mentality like at times it can be hard to put yourself as as a priority in in that aspect of life right um so let's jump in a little bit more into your story like let's talk a little bit more about your unique story um you were telling me more about this and I was like oh I would love to have you on the podcast and have you share a little bit more about what you've gone through um because you have really good perspective on 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 this um this topic for sure I can start wherever you like yeah yeah, and and I think I have a very unique story where a lot of people are going to relate to this because just they're probably lost just like I was lost for a lot of years trying to figure out you know my my weight issue and Mm -hmm. um you know, I, I, I just, I was born, you know, a chubby kid. Like if you see all my pictures, you know, um, I was always the chunky one and, you know, you know, just always chunky. So that was just kind of inevitable that, oh, I was going to be a thicker kid, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and so I just, I got used to that, obviously growing up, my, my sisters call me Gorda, which is, you know, endearment for, you know, chub, yeah. chubby, you know, and I grew up that everybody <laughs> called me that. Cause that's, you know, who I was. And, um, I never, I never actually really like people always say, Oh, you're fat, you eat a lot of food. I never really did. And I would, I wouldn't understand that. Or I would get confused because I would think, do I eat a lot? You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't think I do, but maybe I do. And obviously, at times, maybe I did. Um, but I didn't think I ate a lot enough for me to be like a big person. Because when I was in high school, I mean, I was pretty big, you know, and um, like, I think any high school person, I, you know, I went through a through a heartbreak and that helped me to be like, you know what, I'm not, I wasn't eating as much. And um, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to take my energy and just go run. And I ran and, and I, um, you know, just ate very minimal. And I actually lost a hundred pounds when I was, I think I was about 17 years old. Wow. And I had lost a hundred pounds and, and I kind of maintained that off, you know? Um, And then around, and I, I got, pregnant young I was pregnant at 18 years old I mean I mean, had my daughter at 18 so after I right. had her I obviously gained pregnancy weight and I gained about 50 pounds back yeah and then um when she was about six months I'm like okay I have to go back to losing this weight because I know I felt so much better when I had got it off so I know I could do it again and yeah. you know I was I was 18 I I could go run you know, eat a couple salads, and I would burn it off. Like I would, you know, I would drop weight. Now I was never like a size two or anything like that. When I say that mm-hmm. I had lost weight, I was still like a size, you know, 12, 13. That was me at my smallest because I was always a thick kid. So but I felt good, you know, I felt um, more normal, you know, than and then being super obese and stuff. And, um, and so yeah, so I, I, I lost I lost the weight. And then, you know, kind of, maintained from there for a couple years. And then once I got uh, remarried, you know, they say the happy weight, and then I obviously gained, gained some weight. And, um, and then, you know, and then that stayed for a while. But 
And I was, I was, you know, now I'm, now I'm at a size 16 uh, and I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm just got to lose some weight. And when I would try to lose the weight, I would go back to doing, cause I've lost the weight. I've lost a hundred pounds. I've lost 50 pounds. I know how mm-hmm. to lose weight. And when I would try to do it, it, I wouldn't lose no weight, you know? And so I would get mm-hmm. frustrated and I would just kind of be like, Hey, well, you know, they say you're getting old, but I wasn't that old. I was 20 something. So I thought, well, maybe I'm just, this is how I am. You know, it is what it is. And I actually started Mm -hmm. having a lot of issues with my period and did not ever relate that to maybe it could be with my weight or anything like that. And then it got to the point, I'm going to fast forward, you know, a lot. I I had gone to the doctor several times telling them, hey, I I think something's wrong with me. Not about the weight necessarily, because I didn't think those two were connected, but just saying like, I know something's wrong because I've had issues with, you know, uh, my period and things like that. And they're like, no, everything's normal. We've done ultrasounds. We've done all this stuff. You know, you're, you're just, and then, you know, I would tell them, well, I'm gaining all this weight and I feel like I don't eat that much. And they'd say, oh, you just got to exercise more. You just got to eat less. You know, this, the same old thing. And I thought I was going crazy because I felt like I don't feel like I eat that much. And my husband would tell me, he's like, you don't eat that much. He's like, you hardly eat. And I'm like, right. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And this took years, it was years and years, and it just kept getting worse. And it got to the point, Jamie, where I was gaining a pound a week. But I was hardly eating. And I had issues with my period. And I don't want to get too graphic, but I basically had had a period. (laughs) And maybe maybe this will help somebody to relate. But I had a period for five months straight. Nonstop. Yeah. And I couldn't doctors could not figure out what it was. And I I went to this weight loss clinic and that doctor, he was probably about the only one that believed me. And he said, you know, Blanca, I think that maybe you have some type of hormonal imbalance that's causing you to have issues with your period. He's like, I'm not an OBGYN, Mm -hmm. but just based on obviously all his nutrition, because he's a PhD, he's like a lot of people you may have something called polycystic ovarian syndrome or something like that. Mm. He said, because a lot of people um, tend to have issues with their hormones and that sometimes, you know, kind of throws off their diets Definitely, and it could be related, you know? And, you know, I said, Oh, wow, that's interesting. I did have cysts when I was younger. I don't know if that could be, he said, let's do a test run. He goes, this is what I'm going to do. He's like, I'm going to um, give you some metformin. And if you guys know metformin, it's medication that people take when they have diabetes. And Mm -hmm. so he said, if the metformin helps you to lose weight, then there's definitely something there with your insulin that's causing you to Mm -hmm. just gain this weight. I like, he believed me, you know, he's like, I believe that you're not eating, you know, that you're not just gaining weight just because, you know, because you're overeating, because I'm overeating, which everybody's ignoring me and just said, Hey, you're fat, get over it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. And yeah. so I, um, he gave me the metformin and I took the metformin and I, I lost about six, seven pounds, you know, went back, saw him the next Great. month. I saw, and I said, yeah, it's helping me. It's, it's helping me lose some weight. I mean, not drastically, but Hey, obviously the weight's going down instead of going up. And he mm-hmm. said, well, then you need to go talk to your OBGYM. I think you have, they need to really look at you. I think you do have something, um, and, you know, kind of go from there. So then I go to this, I go to my OBGYN. I'm like, I'm, I'm insisting that, Hey, there's something wrong with me. They give me the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They do an ultrasound. Nothing's wrong with you. Nothing, nothing. So I got to the point, And again, this had been years of this. And I snapped. I'm like, look, you just need to send me to a specialist. 
because something is wrong and I am feeling like something is wrong. Nobody could figure this out. I go from having my period to not having my period. I feel like I'm gaining weight and I'm not even doing anything. There's something wrong. So finally, that doctor sends me to a specialist. And and so I go to the specialist and this doctor, keep in mind, I've been to several, several doctors throughout the last eight years crazy Blanca is that you had to have a nutritionist tell you yeah (laughs) there's something wrong like why is it that but you know what what I always I always say he saved my life because he was it wasn't even that he was a nutritionist that he believed in me he believed hey I don't think you're just a fat person eating overeating and not wanting to exercise because they all kind of look at you that way you know what I mean he believe mm-hmm. I do believe there's something I believe you I believe that you're doing everything I'm asking you to do and it's not getting mm-hmm. you anywhere. And so yeah. I ended up going to the specialist and Dr. Darwish, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's he was the specialist. And in 10 minutes, you know, of course, he asked me all the questions. I told him how, you know, I had a period for five months and then I had no period for like six months. And I went to the doctor and he told me this and that. He says, OK, he checks me. And in that one checkup, he tells me, Blanca. You have so many fibroids in your cervix, so many that the size of your cervix is the size of a five-month pregnant woman. You need to go into surgery like next week. We got to prep you right away. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow. And keep in mind, all of these doctors that I had gone to, nope, you're fine. Nothing's wrong. You know? Crazy. Yeah. So so I go into surgery the next week and he – he goes in there and he tries to remove as many cervix as possible. I mean, uh, uh, fibroids that I had as possible as he can, but I had so many that he couldn't remove them all. So he said, this will Mm -hmm. help you for now. And, um, and then, you know, that'll go from there. So then I went back to my nutritionist and he said, uh, you know, your doctor needs to prescribe you, your regular doctor needs to prescribe you metformin because that's going to help you with, with the weight loss. He goes, but, Blanca, he goes, I'm going to tell you what he goes, um, the what's kind of what I believe is happening in your body is that you've had such a like a hormone imbalance with these fibroids. Mm -hmm. And it's made your hormones go up. And it's caused your insulin to go up too. So insulin basically is sugar, right? And this Mm -hmm. is how he explained it to me. Let's say you have a house full of sugar, and you want to let the sugar out. And you only open one window. You know, if you only open one window, not much is going to get out. He's like, the metformin, when you take the metformin, is helping you to open up more windows so that more of the sugar could be let out of your body. Because right now, when you're eating, let's say you're eating one sandwich or one quesadilla, whatever you are eating, it's almost like your body is Mm -hmm. eating two because it's creating Mm -hmm. double the insulin and then it's storing it. You know what I mean? And so here, Mm -hmm. that's why you're gaining weight, even though you're saying, wait a minute, I'm not even eating that much. You know, your body thinks you are eating double and it's creating double. And he goes, so I'm, you know, he's like, I'm not a specialist in that, but that's kind of what I feel is going on. And that's why I feel that the metformin is helping you because you got to get rid of that sugar in your body because Mm -hmm. you have such, you know, such an hormone imbalance. And um, Mm -hmm. he said, in reality, even if you take the metformin, it will only help you so much because, you know, even if you open a couple extra windows, that may help. But you need you need the way you have it with the, such an imbalance that you have. You need a couple extra doors, you know. 
and he mm-hmm. goes there the glands you need basically the glands that create the insulin they need to be um basically i needed some type of you know um surgery for that and okay. that surgery here cost like fifty thousand dollars and keep Ooh. in mind this was oh about goodness. nine years ago okay yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, that's not going to happen, obviously. And um, so I started doing my research and I found a doctor in, in, in Mexico and they did. Um, I read that when they do the sleeve, they go in there and they cut the glands that the doctor was talking about. So they can actually go in there and cut those glands. And so I went to Mexico and I had this procedure done so that they can cut those glands because that's basically what my body, in a sense, needed, you know. And, um, and I went and I had that done. And so now I've had two surgeries. I've had my fibroids removed. I've had, you know, the glands. And now I could finally start. I was still overweight. I was almost 300 pounds. It's a big difference from now, you know, Blanca today. And and, and today (laughs) I'm standing at 140, 145. So it's a huge difference. And I've kept that weight off for eight years. And Wow. And so I ended up now when I was and anybody who's had surgery, let me tell you, surgery is not going to be what's going to help you. It's not going to be in my I mean, it'll help you to start off, but you definitely have to work out. You definitely have to learn how yeah. to eat. And it definitely taught me how to re-eat. Um, I was working mm-hmm. out every day. I was doing Zumba. I was doing everything, anything I can get my mm-hmm. hands on. And um, and I started losing weight. And I, didn't, and I didn't lose weight like dramatically, like, oh, I lost 100 pounds in five months. It wasn't nothing like that. Right. It took me about a year and a half, and I lost over 100 pounds. Wow. And so it wasn't like a huge, huge shock to your body? No. Gradually. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Was, it was gradually. And um, because I didn't have the gastric sleeve or anything like that, because the gastric sleeve, they'll, they'll cut your stomach, you know, into like a little, little mm-hmm. pouch and things like that. It's a little different. So do your research on the different mm-hmm. surgeries, because there is a lot of them. And so um, once you know, I started to be able to do that. Obviously, my hormone level was a lot better because of the fibroids being removed. I was on metformin mm-hmm. and I had the surgery. So now I'm out of my body's at a good level now that when I'm working out, I am losing this weight. And that's good. And so now where I'm at, I've kept this weight off and I've been normal now. I still take metformin. I still have to take metformin. I don't have diabetes, okay. but if I don't take the mm-hmm. metformin because my insulin still goes up, you know, quite fast, um, I can get mm-hmm. diabetes. So I still take the metformin to kind of get that sugar out of my, my body. And I actually gotcha. had a, um, because of the issues that I still had with the fibroids, I actually had a hysterectomy mm-hmm. two years ago. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so right. I've had now had the hysterectomy. So I don't have to deal with obviously the fibroids anymore. And it's mm-hmm. been, it's been a journey. It's been, that's why I say when sometimes when people are overweight, it's not just that they're fat and they're overeating. Sometimes they actually mm-hmm. have some type of medical condition that's kind of holding them back. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, you know, when they hear this, they're going to relate to that. They're going to say, cause I've had people say, I know there's something wrong with me. Like, or I've, or I mm-hmm. really am working out. I really am sticking to the diet and I'm not losing. So maybe go talk to your doctor or a nutritionist and say, hey, listen, you know, and you do have to kind of get a little, you know, crazy with them because I know I had to because sometimes they just don't <laughs> listen to you. You know, they don't. 
Um, if you really got something, if you really on, have yeah. something going yeah. on and, 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 and laziness mm-hmm. is not an excuse because you, you know, right. and I'll say this as a therapist, you damn well know when you're really doing something about <laughs> it or when you're really not. Mm-hmm. So if you know, you're not, then you're like, oh, okay, what's well, mainly me. But if you really are, and you're not getting any type of results, you know, let's say you've done it for six months and you're not, or you're still gaining, mm-hmm. definitely to mm-hmm. have them check you out for any type of cysts, fibroids, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, because a lot of people that have had those type of things um, have had weight issues and their doctors haven't had time to do a lot of research on all of those things. So they're learning too, actually. It's not something that they know about. In fact, they probably know a lot more now, but you know, eight, nine years ago, right. when I was going through this, that's exactly what my nutritionist said. He said, you know, it's something that's barely come up. The concept of this hormone issue could be causing weight gain. And I think now a lot of people know that, yeah, that, that is what it is. And maybe you'll have some people, you know, even, uh, I don't know if they can put comments here or something, if you've had that issue, um, so that we can see how many people can say, yeah, I, I, I agree with that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so it, it's just, that's my story. And I think that that's definitely a story to share because, I feel for people when it comes to, hey, are you really trying? And, hey, not everybody's just right. fat because they're fat. That's not true. Um, and mm-hmm. and with anything, like with my ups and downs in life, and like you said, we're very hectic, crazy people, um, it's right. hard to maintain a good diet and to, to always stick to something. Mm-hmm. But I guess my secret to keeping it off is uh, I don't, I don't look at it as a diet anymore. I've stopped looking at it as a diet long, long time ago. I look at it as in I'm just a person and just like obviously anything in the world, you know, we all like chocolate or bread or things like that. So Mm. I don't forbid myself from like, oh, no, I can't have that. I'm on a diet. Sorry, if you kind of hmm? paused it for a second, I apologize. Um, You were talking about like we all have um, like we all like the sugar or breads or um, chocolate. Yeah, we all yeah. like uh, sweets. We all definitely like sweets. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't say, oh, I can't have that, or I'm going to diet, or I know That's... if I have that. I don't do that. I don't stress Perfect. myself out. I've learned just to eat in smaller portions. That's... You know, if I want a Snickers, I get a little, I buy the little bag yeah. of the little snack right. size ones. And then I just have one, you know, maybe at the most two if I'm really, you know, in, in a crave. But I tell myself, that's all you really need. You don't, I really don't need a whole yeah. Snickers bar. Yeah. I don't. I, you know, when you and I you know? worked together and we shared an office and you were the manager. <laughs> and I remember, like, this was, you know, five years ago. And when we had met mm-hmm. and I would always like, you know, I think for me, I was like, oh, I got to try to be good. I got to do this. I got to, you know, and you're just like, I'm going to have a little bit of this because I want it. And then that's it, you know, like, I just want a little bit, I don't need a ton, you know, and like, I think your methods have really helped, you know, you and it also would help a lot of people. And I've learned a lot of this along the way as well, is that just that moderation is in consistency is key, right? Um, Hey, yeah, absolutely. And that's a big thing that I've learned from you because I remember you're like, oh, I'm going to go get this. And I'm like, what? And you're like, yeah, it's only a little bit. It's not like, you know, a huge, huge meal of, of whatever it is that we're having that day. Right. And um, even if I want like right, McDonald's, say, yeah. I will get me. <laughs> yeah. And McDonald's because, you know, McDonald's <laughs> is the worst. Right. Even if I want McDonald's, I will get me yeah, a kid's meal. Yeah. 
And I, if I'm going to have the hamburger, I'll get me a kid's meal. Obviously, I'll, I'll either ask, you know, if you're really good about it. But if you want fries, obviously, get fries, you know, because they give you the little, little ones now. And that's enough fries. That is not mm-hmm. going to kill you. You're going to burn that off, I guarantee you, because you're burning calories right. throughout the day. And and this is just my advice, because Jamie might advise you <laughs> something else. You know what I mean? Everybody, every weight loss person is different. But I'm just telling you what's worked for me. Um, you know, I buy the little fries with, I get a little kid's meal. I take the bun off one of the, uh, from the cheeseburger and I keep one of the buns off. It tastes, you know, mm-hmm. just as nice. I'm just kind of removing some of those calories and I you know, kind of take my time and I enjoy it and mm-hmm. I eat it slow or I cut it in half. I'll eat half the fries, you know, half the cheeseburger, half the apples that, you know, and then I'll wait, and then three hours later, I'll eat that other half. See, that's amazing. Even so that I with eating McDonald's yeah. or you know things that we think are bad food or whatever, like we shouldn't deprive ourselves of some of the things that we want. And some of the things that you were sharing with me right now are there's some huge points actually. Is the eating slow, right? Like not stressing yourself out mm-hmm. about it because you want to have a little bit of you know McDonald's or whatever it is, right? And then um, you know, and then you're not. What was the other thing I was going to say? But yeah, like eating slow is huge. Yeah. When we think we can't have something, what do we do? Like if I get my hands on a cheeseburger, I am devouring that thing right this second. And then we didn't even enjoy it. You know what I mean? We just ate it. We scarfed it down. And then it was like, and then you feel guilt after you're like, oh, I should have done that. You know, all those calories. Don't do that to yourself. Do not throw that out. Throw that out. Throw that mentality out. Because in reality, you know, it's okay. You're just a human being. Your body needs food anyways. It doesn't necessarily. That's why I don't know if you've ever heard. There's like a whole ice cream diet that you can actually lose weight. Just no, eating I haven't ice heard cream. that one. It's not about that. <laughs> there is. There is. Yeah, there is. And it's not about the mm-hmm. ice cream. Because your body is getting something. Your body is very smart. It knows what to do. It's the amount it's getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and so you could technically, if you went on an ice cream diet, this is why I believe I haven't tried it, but <laughs> if you went on, I could see how as long as you stay under your calories and you're constantly and you're working out and you're feeding your your body, your body is smart. It will adapt and it knows, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So don't feel bad if you throw a cheeseburger at it once in a while. It's not, that's not going to kill you. You're human. And, and, and again, don't have that mentality of I need right. to be perfect and I need to do this, but, but hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. Just like you're going to relax and eat a Mm -hmm. cheeseburger, then relax and say, hey, well, you know what? I am going to work out today, even if I just go around the uh, Mm -hmm. block, you know, and and walk. If I jump on the treadmill for a little bit, if I do a couple sit-ups on my bed or something, whatever. Again, even even working out, it shouldn't be such a stress. If you get, you know, 30 minutes in of doing whatever it is you're doing, as long as you're moving, that's going to help you tremendously. I I totally agree because um, – like you don't want to be in such a state of stress to where it'll start to affect your metabolism. And I think the way that you've been going about it for so long now is you're doing a great job. And one of the things in my studies, especially lately too, is how much stress is in your life, right? Like how much stress is, is contributing Mm -hmm. to um, you not having optimal uh, digestion, right, which contributes to your weight loss. And if you are able to do like what you're doing, Blanca, as far as not being so black and white, like I can only eat that, I can't eat this, or whatever, like that creates stress in the body, right? So yeah, so you yeah. got it, you learned over it, no, time naturally what works. And and through through psychology, now let's get into our minds because our minds really control a lot of what mm-hmm. we do, right? And 
and this goes for anything. Like if you're stressed out about, you know, hey, my boyfriend just cheated on me, all this mm-hmm. stuff, all this, you're kind of creating all of that stress in your head. And, and, and that's bringing you down. Therefore, now you're depressed, you know, um, and we, we do it to ourselves even mentally. So now let's put this towards a diet. Um, if we are okay with it, even mentally, we're going to be fine. We're going to, we're going to burn through it. We're going to say, okay, I'm gonna, I eat a hamburger. I'm okay. I'm not going to stress over it, but I'm going to work out today. I'm going to kind of, like I said, hold yourself accountable. I'm going to do this. Mentally, we control ourselves, mm-hmm. our emotions, and we can ultimately achieve a lot of things, we just have forgotten how strong yeah. we are. Um, you know, we have forgotten how much control we have. Um, and and people for have forgotten that, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things that with when I did therapy for mm-hmm. people, and they, you know, it's funny, because and, you know, I, I would tell them, hey, do this, hey, you know, I, you know, I'd give them certain exercises to do or whatever. And then they'd come back, you know, a few months later, oh, my God, you know, thank you so much. Like you helped me so much. And I said, I didn't do anything. You Mm -hmm. did it all because it's all Mm -hmm. mental. Once you decide to turn that tape around and say, Hey, I'm going to now play this version of what I want my Mm -hmm. life to be. A lot of the stuff in your life is going to turn around. It doesn't matter if the world's falling apart around you. If you look at it, if men, if mentally you're just calm and saying, Hey, I understand that this is life and I'm not going to let it get to me. You're also not going to stress out and you're going to be a lot better to yourself and you're going to be able to help yourself so much more. So mentally we have to really connect ourselves. It's not just, okay, let me eat healthy and get on a diet and that's it. No, that mental state, that mental way that you're looking at your life, your future, your, you know, Mm -hmm. your present is so important because if you're not happy, no one else is going to make you happy. Right. If you're not happy, you know, it, and no one can jump on the treadmill right. and run for you. You know what I mean? Hey, can you? No one can do things for you. Yeah, that would be great. I would hire someone 24 7. Right. Put my you know? on you, right? So no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Put on the cat. Put on the cat and get points for it. Um, yeah. And so we, we definitely have to, uh, you know, um, fix our minds first. I, I would even say that's I number agree. one. Fix your I mind agree. first. I agree. My daughter also, you know, uh, Charisma lost yeah, a bunch of weight great. and um, she lost about 87 wow. pounds and um, she, she would always tell me, you know, mom, I, I swear I want to lose weight. And I said, no, you don't, <laughs> because I'll tell you what, and I would tell her this all the time when you're really ready, because this is what I, I would walk in with McDonald's, right. right? And then she'd be like, mom, I'm trying to lose weight. And here you walk in with McDonald's. And I say, hey, it shouldn't matter what I walk in with when you're really ready to be on a diet. It doesn't matter if there's a whole buffet around you. I guarantee you, you're not going to want any because your mind is That's set. True. That's true. Your mind yeah. is set. And I know when I've lost those hundred pounds and I've done it <laughs> twice, um, it didn't matter if I was, it didn't matter if there was a buffet around me. It didn't matter if someone's like, Hey, you want a hamburger? Hey, it's free. I, I would be like, Nope. I just mentally was already like, Nope. I know that I have to be strict right now. And this is what I have to do right now. And it gets better, right? Obviously, as you, start to diet down um but there's a point where it clicks where you're like I don't I don't even care Mm -hmm. and and I would tell my daughter that I said when you're really really ready when you've mentally prepared Mm -hmm. yourself you won't care if I walk in with McDonald's you won't care you're gonna stick to what your Mm -hmm. diet is and and that's all you're gonna do and you know what as I kept telling her that and 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 you know obviously kind of passed down 
my diet, the food, the proteins and things like that. Yeah, my method. And then sure enough, you know, uh, I I noticed because when I would walk in with, you know, whatever a burrito or something, I'd be like, oh, you want no. some? And she'd be like, no. <laughs> or I'd call her and be like, hey, I'm going to go home, pick up McDonald's. You want some? She'd be like, no, mom, I'm going to have my tuna. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And then later on, I noticed I'm like, man, she's really sticking yeah. with it. She was ready. And, <laughs> and you know what's funny? Yeah, she was ready. She was ready and she was doing it. And then I felt bad. I'm like, here I am walking with McDonald's in and, you know, she's being really good about it. And what am I doing with McDonald's? And I started feeling guilt. I'm like, you know what? She basically, in a sense, whipped me back into, hey, that's good. You know what I mean? You don't need to be bringing in this McDonald's all the time or whatever. Um, Maybe stay on your house diet a little bit better and be a good, a good, you know, example for her. And believe it or not, she helped me when because I saw her state of mind. Her state of mind was I'm ready. And she lost. 87 pounds and she was able to motivate you in return you kind of like back and forth balance each other out so that's good yeah because because when you see someone really made up their mind nothing's gonna stand you know they motivate you it motivates you it motivates you when someone's a go-getter and 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 they're positive and they're saying hey I really don't care what gets in my way I've made up my mind um, it motivates you. It's so motivating. I, I love to see people like that. I like when someone, you know, has really chosen to have a p- positive outlook yeah. and say, I'm going to do this. And and don't worry about doing it for anybody else but yourself. Right. Uh, you know, and I know that we hear this and we're probably listening to this, you know, uh, podcast like, oh, I know it's easier said than <laughs> done. It's wonderful to hear you guys right now. But to really set it in motion is, is a lot harder. It's really not. That's your mindset right there. It's not. If- it's you have to just let all that garbage of the way that you think out and say tomorrow's a new day I'm gonna start with a new mindset tomorrow. how did you like because you've been going through this for so many years how did how were you with your mindset throughout the last you know 10 years or so like did you feel like you were kind of there was some self-bullying going on at times or were you yeah, oh yeah ups and downs yeah. with it and that's normal totally normal that yeah, yeah, totally normal. And, and I've learned to obviously, again, it, you know, it, it takes time to, to, to not be so hard right. on yourself, because you know what they say, we are our worst yep. critic. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and obviously, there's times where, you know, I saw, you know, I went up, you know, some pounds, and then I'm like, Oh, man, yeah. you know, and I would say two and two and two is four and four and four some more. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm going back up and it, it discourages you to see that scale. Right. You know what I mean? That right taunting scale um and so I I and I would go back down and I would say no I'm, I'm not going to be that person I'm not that person and I never was that person and I'm going to um you know show that I can make the sacrifice for my own health because I feel good when I'm at a certain way and I sacrifice yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when you have a talk with yourself because when you're talking to yourself, you can't lie to yourself. It's you. You know you're lying to yourself. <laughs> yep. Yep. So when you talk to yourself and you go, look, Blanca, honestly, you know you feel better at 140 pounds. So why are you – it's almost like you're doing therapy for mm-hmm, yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't cost as much. What's more important to you, um, <laughs> right? Like we can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to yourself so that you can go the easy route because nothing's made easy. So – if you know that, you know, you feel good at this weight, then stick with it. You know what I mean? Then tomorrow, don't be so hard on yourself, you know, start off with going back to, you know, you know, planning your foods out and, and eating healthy or mm-hmm. whatever. And, 
go from there. And then, you know, b- before I know it, a week got gone mm-hmm. by and I and I would do good. And then I actually wouldn't want the heavy foods because once in a while when I would be like, oh, I'm going to have a little bread feel or something, sick. I would actually feel yeah. pretty thick. Yeah. 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 And then you realize, man, the, that food must not be so good for me because I, I feel heavier. I feel tired. Um, and it, and then you realize that this is why I need to stick to just eating a lot healthier. And um, but again, I'm I will I will grab some fries from your bag <laughs> without a hesitation. Yeah. yeah. And I won't think about it twice because I'm not going to stress over a couple of fries right. and I'm not going to stress over a little piece of chocolate or a cookie right. or two. You know, that's not going to ruin your diet. Um, okay. You know, and if, and the other key thing too is you actually need to eat a lot in order to lose weight um and eat a lot less or more i no you need a you eat less portions but a lot throughout the day perfect that's what i was yeah yeah good and and so what we're eating like what americans are eating in a whole bowl of chipotle that's unrealistic Mm -hmm. That's a lot of meals, right? There. I can divide that into three meals. <laughs> I know? miss Chipotle, by the a way. A whole bowl? here in Hawaii. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I didn't know they didn't have no, any of that. No, none of that, unless you make your own. But yeah. for for you guys that know Chipotle, yeah. it's a big bowl of, you know, rice, beans, and steak, and <laughs> veggies, and however you want right, to fix it up. Right. And that portion is so unrealistic. I will buy a bowl, and me, my son, and my husband will eat that bowl. Three mm-hmm. of us. One bowl fed three of us. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating a whole bowl, that means you're eating for three people, mm-hmm. you know, because you really shouldn't be eating that much. Your stomach wasn't really created to even eat that much. So you have to. And now I'm not saying you can't have that whole bowl. Make it as uh, make it as delicious as you want right. it. Put avocado, put sour cream, put whatever mm-hmm. you want, but divide it into portions. Say, OK, I'm going to eat, you know, you know, uh, one third of it or however, you know, divide it uh, right now. I'm going to give myself an hour or two, then I'll have a little snack. And then, you know, when it, cause you, your body kind of tells you when you want that food, food, you know, then, okay, then I'm going to have my other portion of Chipotle right. and then I'll wait, I'll have a little snack in between and then I'll have my third. You're going to make that one bowl last you all day. That's going to be your three and it meals. Takes, you know, it takes time for the body. Like you're talking about slowing down. So by dividing it up into smaller portions, like you're talking about, it allows your body to catch up with you, which is why like eating fat isn't going to allow you to do that by eating slow. Like you're saying, it's going to allow your body to kick in and allow yourself to say, Oh, okay, I am full. I really don't need more. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if I'm still hungry after I can check in with my body and be like, you know what, I do want a little bit more, you know. Um, so I yeah. love so everything that you're explaining. You've learned through years and trials and, and you know, ups oh, and downs. Yes. And, and that's what resonated with me so much and why I wanted to share your story and be able to share this story. Um, because a lot of people don't learn that over years and years. And I've learned a lot of it through reading and books and working with nutritionists and, you know, my own education in the nutritional field and, and fitness. Right. Um, so thank you so much for, you know, for hopping on here today and, and sharing your story and allowing us to be a part of that. So yeah. yeah, I hope that it, it helps, you know, I hope it clicks, to, even if it just clicks with no, one person, will. that'll, that'll yeah. change yeah. their life. 
And, and, and one other thing is even eating fast food, if you learn your menus, yeah. you can eat fast food fast too. Food. You know, even like Taco Bell, yeah. McDonald's. Um, yeah, like there's so different. Yeah, and, and a lot of places have that now. Like um, I actually, a lot of places have that one healthy thing you can eat, but and let's be realistic. That's not what everybody right. wants. So <laughs> if you just learn, I actually just learned that um, I didn't know this about McDonald's, but you can order a cheeseburger and have it protein style. I didn't know that McDonald's did that. I know that like In-N-Out does that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, and they do that. You could basically say, can you substitute the bread with for Mm -hmm. lettuce and you can make yourself a protein style um, cheeseburger, you know, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, my daughter worked uh, for a little while at McDonald's and she was like, yeah, mom, you could change this. You can change that. And I thought, well, I never really thought about that, you know? So in reality, you could get creative. And if you do know your menu, like if you know the calories Mm -hmm. or like, you know, like, let's say, you know, Taco Bell has the um, power bowls or something, the healthier tacos, they have power bowls too. And those are pretty good, but um, they also have the, um, what is it called? The fresco tacos. I don't know if you, they have the fresco tacos, which is they have basically it doesn't come with cheese. It doesn't come with any of the fat. It's just the like the meat, the lettuce oh, and, sure. and tomatoes, okay. you know, None of the higher fat. But those only have. Yeah. Yeah. Those only have like a hundred and some calories per taco. Yeah. So, have you know, good options. now I'm not saying that it's the best meal. <laughs> right. But I'm saying if you feel like you want to trick yourself into cheating, True. then trick yourself, you know, in a way that like, OK, well, let me if I'm going to go to Taco Bell. Let me get some Taco Bell in me, but let me do it in a healthier way so that I don't really mess up my diet. You know what I mean? Because you can do that. You can go and get something without really messing up your diet. Just keep going through it each day, each day, each day. And I guarantee you what they say, it takes two weeks to build a habit. You know, after two to three Mm -hmm. weeks, it's just going to come more natural to you. And, and, and that's what you really need. So hopefully this motivates you to say, Hey, go out there and, and, and try it, you know, a little time in practice, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. not yep. gonna happen overnight. Well, think again, Blanca. And um, how can our listeners follow you or get in touch? I know you mentioned your TikTok or like what? Yeah. So if if you guys want some humor, definitely join me. <laughs> join me and my sixteen thousand followers on TikTok at uh, beloved nineteen eighty two, and that's spelled B L O V E D nineteen eighty two. And on the gram, on Instagram, you can, uh, I have my charismatic talent. So, which is your company. And then right? on, the, yeah. which is my company. Yeah. And then on Snap, it's uh, also Beloved82. So it's just B L O V E D 82. Okay. And, um, and I hope that you guys um, also um, do me a favor and subscribe to this channel uh, <laughs> to my, my good, good friend and amazing fitness person. Um, she has she she has shown me a lot. Aww. She has also kicked my butt with Pilates because that's what <laughs> she's amazing at. Thank you. And helped my back a lot too. But that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast about back pain. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. But definitely subscribe and listen. And I just I I hope that you know we can definitely um, revisit this. And if anybody has questions, shoot them out to Jamie, and maybe we can even do a follow up and ask yeah. ask some questions. You know, answer some stuff for people. Sounds good. Thanks, Blanca. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk. Thank to you, you so much.